We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Isn't it weird? Like, the Warriors haven't played a game in a week. We're recording this. They won't play again until Wednesday. Uh, obviously, the tragic passing of, of Decky, Warriors assistant coach, uh, Dayan Milojevic, uh, is affecting the team. I mean, they didn't even practice today. Like, they're they're doing open practices, but it's not oh, wow. open to the media in general at this stage. It's a lot to go through in the middle of the season to, to lose a coach like that and to, to watch it happen the way a lot of the players did. And part of me is like, you know, this season was going a terrible direction in general. So while uh, this has nothing to do with it, but nine days off, 10 days off is the best thing ever to happen to everyone at this stage in some ways. But like the other part of me sitting here going like, can this season even be salvaged? Like, it's not like we were feeling positive about it before tragic events happened. You've uh, you've done a lot of thinking. I feel like you just went through the uh, the like <laughs> like when you start therapy, you got to really talk about your life and then you go through all these things that you got to do. This is what you just did in the past couple of days at the Warriors. You you just went from, yes, think it is a very bad time for the team to can the team can the season actually be salvaged and how can they salvage it? I uh, I, I think it's I think that this little weird quirk in the scheduling thing works out best for the Warriors because we haven't heard from anyone on the Warriors still. We still haven't heard from anyone. So just just guessing is they've obviously taken this really hard. And it's it's best that they don't play basketball uh, for a little while before then. So, again, Sunday, they got Monday, they got Tuesday. And then I, I, I can't imagine they postpone another game on Wednesday, Sam. I imagine they're going to play that game on Wednesday. Um, so So like you said, I guess you could look at it optimistically is that, you know, maybe they'll they'll kind of band together more than they have this season because it feels like this season they haven't played together so much so maybe this yeah this for all the, for all the there, connectivity but... talk i don't know that i'm seeing it on the court right 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 exactly so i hope i hope that they i hope that well i hope that they're going to be strong enough to play on wednesday and play well but um i have no idea what to to to, to imagine from these guys like i have no i have no idea what they're going to look like when they come back on the court right you, you just yeah could they just be completely locked in? Maybe. Can they fall apart? Can't blame them if they just fall apart. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm, hard. It does. Like, it's very cliche to be like, and then tragedy hit and everyone came together like, like a Disney, like, like Roger, remember the Titans or something. Uh, but, that, but that's movie. not, 
but that, like that's not how life works. Like I, I don't know. Uh, it's possible that you know this is the type of thing that just makes guys be like, guys, this isn't going the way we want it. But like it, it let's honor him by playing sure. hard together and being good teammates and that sort of thing. Or the opposite, where guys are just more lost than they were before this happened. Like they look like. Do you agree with me? They look like a lost team. I do. Yep. Before yep. that, like. It, lacking talent lacking direction uh it just kind of felt like they're drifting we were talking nonstop about trades because it was clear they needed something to jolt them in some way or another right like i don't know where they come out from it i think it's gonna be super emotional in general but i do i don't want to say like it's a you know make light of any situation but like they needed nine, 10 days off yeah. just to like recenter themselves, get collected. And we'll see, we'll see where they come out on the other side. And, and that kind of, I mean, it kind of brings me to my big questions. Like how can they even save, what does what saving the season look like? How can you salvage the season? Taking away the fact that I'm going to say they need to trade guys. Um, uh, I think I, I don't know how they do it. Right. So I have no great answer, realistic answers. Cause you can say, Andrew Wiggins play better, but that doesn't seem realistic. Clay Thompson uh, become who he be, was like that. Those yeah, be, things be, aren't realistic. It'd be cool if you could just hit all your shots, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Those things are not <laughs> realistic. The only thing that you really, really can can really throw out there that they can realistically do is probably just find out if you're not if you're going to take away trades. So to me, it's just find out if Kaminga and Moses Moody can just be very good basketball players. Are they or are they not, dude? Are they or are they not? That's the only thing for me. Um, because if you're if you're gonna walk into February and not make a trade, then 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 we gotta find out if Kaminga may make an All Star team one day. We gotta find out if Moses Moody. Oh, actually, Moses Moody should be back on Wednesday because he was out for a little while with his calf. So hopefully he'll be sure. back. But it's like just 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 go figure out if Moses Moody can play twenty five minutes a game. See what because, they are. See where yeah. they figure out into your big picture. Like, are they are they main dudes? Or are they like kind of dudes who are you could take, you know? Yep. And if they're not gonna, you're not gonna trade them, then just, just, just let's just let's just see how good they are. Hold, don't move the mic away. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, what I was gonna say is, for me, I have a different take. My take's Draymond. <laughs> oh boy. Did you know that the Warriors were 25th in defense this year? Wow. I mean. Wow. I know you've watched every game, so I know your your answer wasn't going to be that they were good at defense. Wow, <laughs> but that bad though? I actually did. I, I know they're bad, but twenty fifth, basically the worst defense in the league. And obviously, it's gotten they they're twenty ninth in the stretch since Draymond, um, you know, has been suspended. So they've they've fallen lower. They weren't playing good defense before he went down, but now they're just playing no defense, right? Uh, matches the eye test too. Like none of this is particularly surprising to you or me. I think if this team has anything worth a damn, like we know what Steph does. I need to know that Draymond can still elevate a defense. And then if he can elevate a defense, it kind of makes what you need to do team building wise, theoretically more straightforward. So look, he's had a bad year. I understand a lot of people are done with him. I am not going to defend him. I don't 
think anyone being like, I'm done with this guy. It's over is irrational, but you know what he is? Like he's the second best player this team's had for 15 years. He's by far the second best player throughout the dynasty in terms of overall impact and importance. Steph is a God all timer, but Draymond's like one of the five best defensive players to ever play basketball. And when he's locked in, he makes them a top five defense. I need to know that he can still do that because if he can't still do that, I have different thoughts for how I want this team to reconstruct itself going over the next six months. Like, I think we all agree they need to make moves in some capacity. Could be moving Wiggins for something else. Could be trading the whole roster for something else, right? Like, they need to do something. But I need to know that Draymond can still be that dude defensively and, like, if they're going to get the season back on track, he's the biggest reason because Steph's been consistent. Steph's been, you can't ask for more from Steph than what you got from him. Draymond's been the one who's kind of left, let his, his, uh, his end of the bargain down. And so let me see it, buddy. Because if, if you play that way, Mike will make a certain set of moves. If you play a different set of way, Mike might make a different set of moves. Well, I mean, uh, I like, I like where you went with it. I mean, it, it's a more concrete version of what they can do that's possible because they're like offensive and defensive coordinators i know we're in football playoff season here mm -hmm. but steph steph basically just handles the offense i mean you you get some decent players around him that's that's a top it's a top five offense and then draymond if you get some guys that are just they can rebound the ball they got a little bit of size they can guard some point of attack like that's a top five defense or at least a top 10 defense right and mm -hmm. and they don't they don't have they don't and right steph, now uh, steph's you know, still steph but draymond i i don't I don't blame people for having lost faith over the last like year and a half with him, right? How good is he defensively at this point anyway? Because like we Steph has slipped a little bit this season and part of that is he's played all the games, part of that is he's getting older. Looks worn down. Um and then with Draymond is like is he still great defensively? I think we're going to find out here. Uh <laughs> knock on wood that he plays the game all the games for the rest of the season, but I think actually m more so to me is how elite can he be defensively or is he just a an above average defender guy now um because if that's the case then then his value does shrink a lot more or is he someone right. that can still carry a defense he can still make wiggins elite defensively he can still make i mean he can help make kuminga elite defensively i mean they're so bad at point of attack if nobody can guard the mm -hmm. ball like draymond can't really help that's not his fault that gp no out, but like right? but like 2022 draymond basically directed Wiggins defensively at all times. It was, it, Draymond was the back line telling everyone what to do, and Wiggins, to his credit, executed the fuck out of it, right? Like, the, that's, that's what happened in general. Can Draymond still be that defensive leader who can take toolsy guys and make them great defenders in front of him? Or, or does no one take him serious anymore? And does his voice not carry anymore? That's a big one. And... And I don't care how smart he is. If guys don't buy into what you're saying, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yep. That's the one. That's, that's the one. That's kind of what I want to see. I'm curious about that, right? Because like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he locked in defensively and Wiggins started looking better over the next couple of weeks. I also wouldn't be surprised if he locked in defensively and did his Draymond, I'm going to make a bunch of noise. And no one cared because he's just kind of been a bad teammate for two years. I think that's, that's the one where he had his presser last game and just basically ripped the team. For playing bad defense, and I don't know if anybody cared. I, I genuinely don't know. Uh, did mm -hmm. Andrew Wiggins watch that presser and go, "Yeah, what if dude fuck that guy?" You know what I mean? Like, it, like maybe, maybe don't like close. punch our teammates and get suspended <laughs> for half the year, right? Like, like these are these are 
Oh, right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping, you know, but like, I don't, I don't know how optimistic I am. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll see. The Warriors are back Wednesday, and that will be our Under Armour matchup of the week against the Atlanta Hawks. And I think actually, sir, uh, it's kind of fun in multiple ways because a, the emotions are going to run high. Uh, I don't really know what to expect from this team. I know how emotionally charged they are. I'm not trying to downplay anything. They, they've gone through a tragedy. It's going to be the first time they play in 10 days. It's a lot to carry. At the same time, the season has to move forward in some capacity or another. Uh, and they're playing the team who is now apparently our number one trade fetish team. Yes! <laughs> like, That's the I don't, real matchup. I don't, I don't even know how we got here. I don't know how we got from... Uh, you know, Siakam watch for what felt like 18 months to like now everything's like about the Hawks, but it does seem like the Hawks are moving towards some form of a reset, wanting to move some players and the Warriors have been linked to their players. And uh, I don't know if nothing else, it's more interesting than watching the Warriors play the Clippers in 18th time. You know, it's, I want to watch, I want to see DeJounte Murray a little more. I want to watch Clint Capella a little more. I want to see, what Sadiq Bay is up to, I, you know, you? like I'm, Sadiq Bay. Do you? The first two makes a lot of sense to me. Clint Capella. Well, I was, I was, I was just r- running down Hawks names. You know, so. <laughs> not Trey Young though. You're, you're not, you're not excited for Trey Young. Uh, more excited for. Uh... I'm not a Trey guy. Um, also, <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, my Dejounte Murray optimism is mostly because I think Trey Young's kind of makes his teammates look worse because it's always the Trey Young show at all times. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, what happens when, when DeJounte plays with a good teammate like Steph? But maybe maybe Jeremy will punch you in the face. It doesn't matter. So I, I'm supremely excited for this game, and it's funny that the NBA is giving this to us uh, as as we hit uh, uh, trade season, and DeJounte Murray is the guy that looks like he's going to be what? He's going to be the number one guy that gets traded now that Siakam's off. So so I want to see how good he is. Like, it sounds LA like he and clutch. It sounds like it. it. Sounds like he also doesn't play defense anymore. So I want to see if he, if he, is he just not trying or is he just bad? Clint Capella, you mentioned, like that's the one where it's like uh, he doesn't play as much anymore. Like, is he still good? He's kind of older for sure. But the Warriors can get him. Like theoretically, that's a good fit. So I want to see how he looks. They haven't, they haven't had a big, center. In, they haven't had a center in so long. You talk about the Warriors. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like absolutely. Like, it's not even that I think Capella is a game changer on that end. It's just like it's been a minute since they've had an option. Might be to a have game a guy changer for the Warriors <laughs> to just rim runner, rim runner, yeah. rebounder in general, like just do center things, you know? Yep. Yep. So there's a UA matchup of the week. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch a team that hopefully, uh, hopefully the Warriors going to make trades with in the next three weeks. What do you think of DeJounte Murray? I used to love DeJounte Murray. Um, Spurs. Spurs, yes, of course. I think a lot of people loved him. I loved him. I think when he went to Atlanta, one of the biggest reasons was he wanted to shoot more, right? Uh, he wanted to be, he thought of himself as more of a scorer than I think probably than what he is. And uh, he stopped playing defense and he just started shooting a lot of mid-range jump shots and, and stuff like that. So less fun of a player, just not really a role player. It, it's always interesting. It's like the same argument with Kaminga where it's like, do you can you just try to be a role player? But 
you don't want to do that if you think you can be better than that. You've got to fail at doing the thing that you think you could do first before you go back to being a role player, right? So I'm curious to see if DeJounte Perry now just believes that he's back to a role player, or does he think, like, I could just average 25 points somewhere? But then I it's mean, funny because he, you know, he's shooting the ball really well. Back to back game winners. I don't know if you saw the, well, I know the game winner. Uh, was it against the Magic last one? Or sorry, against the Heat. His latest the one. Heat. He yeah. beat the culture. Uh, it <laughs> looked best. like uh, it looked like Tyre. It looks like I had Tyrese Halliburton jumper. If I'm being honest with you, like kind of like shooting it from the waist a little bit. Um, and maybe it's because they're both lanky. I think the shot looks the same. You know, <clears throat> uh, but. I mean, he is shooting thirty-eight over thirty-eight percent on six threes this year. I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I, I my my excitement. My excitement for Murray isn't the offense, though. You know, my excitement for Murray is how can he be an elite defensive guy that he was when he was on the Spurs? Because the Warriors, I mean, the Warriors need offense. The Warriors need everything. But to me, what they really, really, really need, back to your point on defense, is defense. And oh, my excitement! I was going to say know? my excitement's two-way game with him. Um, He's not the same type of player as Wiggins. Like, he's an on-ball player. But, like, if he's at his best, he's doing everything you're saying and he's giving you more than uh, five points a game. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's yeah. he's he's a capable playmaker. He can get downhill. I don't know how much I believe in his shooting. I need to see guys. I always get, like, a little weird when guys have been, like, you know, 33% three-point shooters their whole career then randomly start hitting 40%. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that happened to Wiggins, literally. <laughs> um, and Draymond. <laughs> um, yeah, and, right. Um, right. but he can, he can get to the, he can get to the rim. He can make plays for his teammates. He can do a lot of things that no one else on this team can do that I'm like curious on the Warriors. I kind of agree with you. I don't think he, I think he thinks he's Westbrook. And I think he's more of a 15 to 18 point per game guy, if that makes sense, where like he's going to have his nights where the matchup allows him to get to 25, well, 30. But there are more nights he's in a living stin, Iguodala. I'm going to play my game and take the shots that come to me in the flow. Like that's that, the optimized. That, that's that, that's exactly what it is, right? Like that is the best version of him versus like, and again, like being in the NBA is really hard. But if you're in the NBA, most guys in the NBA can score 20 points if you get them enough touches. Like it's 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 not hard to score in the NBA in today's NBA. So if you're in the NBA and 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 like you're Kaminga, like Kaminga could average 20 points. He just shoot it at terrible efficiency, um, because he'd be shooting it a ton. Uh, but with yeah. Murray, it's it's probably better for him uh, to be a winning player. To be a winning player, it's not for him to to score 25 points. Right, it's not Steph. Steph to be a winning player is for him to score twenty eight points. For Murray, it's like you're saying, it's sixteen points a game, play really good defense, maybe distribute more. the ball a little bit. Yeah, you know, I, I just the Warriors need everything. So that that's why to me, it's I'm fascinated by guys that they might like, uh, and this is a guy that they 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 I think they really do like him though, Sam. I, I think this is someone they really the talents, do like. and and he's and, and to be clear. I wouldn't say his production matches matches his talent right now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's one of those things where uh, I think they can make him a better player. Yes, yes. I feel like what's intriguing about him is he has a higher ceiling than a lot of the players they keep bringing in, <laughs> uh, and that and that's kind of the that's the other part of it, which is uh, kind of unsaid with this team. Enough of low like the Anthony Lambs, you know. The uh oh, but he tries hard and we know he fits what we do. Like, bro, he's in New Zealand. 
is just not talented enough. Like, well, Corey Joseph is, is a nice way. Is a nice one where it's like, do you do yeah. you need to get Corey Joseph? He's, he's a nice guy. He's you know he's been a good player in his career, but like he doesn't give you anything. Even if he like he's been terrible, he's been an F. But like even if he was a C, like is he really giving you that much <laughs> because of the way that he plays? Like just because Steve likes the way he plays, kind of useless. Right? Yeah. Whereas like um, someone like Dejounte Murray, like yeah, he it's been kind of a negative experience in Atlanta. Like relative to what he's capable of but like he made an all-star team in san antonio he can play at that level how many guys in the warriors can i say can play at that level and they just need to make gambles on talent man yeah, yeah they need yeah. to make gambles on talent that have an opportunity to fit because i think in a perfect situation Dejounte murray is a warrior style player that does not mean it will happen but like there there's other talented players well, you're like i just don't know how that fits with the worst well the irony is that they did it with wiggins and it worked <laughs> that's right. that's the irony and now they're gonna try to trade wiggins to to get the guy and, and the funny thing murray's 27 like he's 20 he's not even he's yeah. perfectly in his prime which is to say wiggins also in his prime too theoretically but they they he made that 18 months 18 or he's almost two years younger than wiggins so two years yeah okay um but you know, they they made that gamble with Wiggins. It worked out. They made that gamble with D'Lo. It didn't work out. Now part of that was just they wanted to save the space. But um, you know, I, I think you do that gamble again, and I throw in Levine uh, to that to that to that point. But anyway, mm -hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. And that's what it's the Under Armour game of the week. By yours podcast brought to you by Sleeper Fantasy. The NBA season is here, which means you now have a chance to 100x your cash. On daily fantasy basketball, basketball has never been more exciting than it is uh, now with players like Steph, LeBron, Luka, KD. Pick more or less on stats for these stars like points, rebounds, threes, steals, double-doubles, and more for up to 100x payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right and you can win big. Use promo code LIGHTYEARS and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 25 states. Check out Sleeper today. And we are brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seats, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. Uh, you can buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats. With zone deals, you actually pick the section and game time picks the seats for big-time savings. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use code LIGHTYEARS for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code L-I-G-H-T-Y-E-A-R-S for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed we got a special guest andy let's go our guy from the sprint right podcast from niners nation jason ponte coming up here and he's coming to help us discuss the niners 24 21 win over the green we know where the landscape hits we're going to do a little nfl between now and the super bowl of course of andy course. How, how how nervous were you Oh, <laughs> on Saturday night. Um, 
I was nervous. I, I was nervous. Now, I was confident going into the game. You know this. You know, I was very confident going into the game. But uh, mm-hmm. I was nervous, man. I, I started seeing some Jimmy G stuff from Brock Purdy, and that's that's when I really got nervous because that's when I was like, okay, the balls are sailing. He looks – he doesn't look rattled, but he just he's just not good. And, uh, you know, it, it, it had me going a little bit. What's up, Jason? Help, help us out here, man. I was not I was not the most confident guy, sir. I was not the most confident guy and then. Then he made one of those drives that are like, okay, I'm back. All right, bring on the lines, baby. Minus seven. Let's run this it. Is, this is Andy right here. Because it's Brock Let's see. Brock. Yeah, it's, I'll, I'll find a better image of that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what here. What's up, man? That was, a, that was a fun game on Saturday night, no? Well, <laughs> first of all, thank you guys. I thought I was going to get some Warriors takes off just a little bit. Maybe yeah, I'll save that for the end of this. Yeah, let's get some takes. Maybe off, should, but... should I start with the Warriors takes? Just a no. Let's, let's do a little, let's do a little Niners over right. to the Warriors. All right, this is not a subtle. It, oh, I guess it's a subtle flex. We have a little group chat, and uh, we talked about our predictions in this game. And Andy and I seem to be in the same boat right. of right. hey, this team is too good, like to allow this to happen. Sam took his time, and he was a little bit more calculated. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> but I will say this. There are a lot of people that wanted to see Kyle Shanahan, Brock Purdy, this San Francisco 49ers team win this type of game. Hmm? So don't ask me, have you seen Purdy have the game-winning drive, have him do it in the biggest moment, and now say Brock Purdy's a fraud? Because I don't want to hear it. Don't tell me that you want to hear Kyle Shanahan and about literally like, hey, um, he needs to win by five, six, seven, whatever point differential. Because it's so funny. He's 0-30 with a eight-point lead, but he literally in week 17 against the, the Los Angeles Rams to make the playoffs with Jimmy G, like one by seven. Like it's it's so funny how people like want to pick and choose and cherry pick. There's no way that you can tell me that the San Francisco 49ers team is gonna fall all over themselves over again uh during the rain against whatever team they're facing. Like they gave up so many plays just based on them slipping on the field. Oh. And then tell me in the same breath, I need Kyle Shanahan to win a game. I need Brock Purdy to do this. Does Brock Purdy have to win against the 85 Bears on Mars without a suit? What what do you need else to see? Because Dak Prescott hasn't been to the same game that Brock Purdy's going to, but okay, I guess that's you know Kyle Shanahan and Christian McCaffrey and all those guys. <laughs> um, Jalen Hurts might as well Ooh. be working working at Walmart <laughs> at this point. Um, I mean, imagine I'm, scoring I'm, nine points against Ooh. the Tampa Bay Bucks. Why are you not talking about these other quarterbacks instead of the guy who actually got it? Because done? they weren't drafted last in the draft. That's thank why. you. And you know, you know the answer to this. People can't buy that he's good. I, uh, I I'm with you. He didn't play a good game. And the fact that he was able to put it behind him and quarterback a winning drive when you play like ass, that tells you what that that tells me what I need to know about him. That tells me he is tough. He's he can figure it out on the fly. That's what I needed to see. Honestly, the night like if I walking away from that game, my questions about the Niners have everything to do with like is the defense not that good? Is it not as good as I thought? Like that actually scares me. That scares me. I'm not. They're really not as good as they were for sure. That defense. I'm not, not like like. Were. I've seen what I needed to see out of the offense in general. I yeah, shocker. Well, they took three weeks off and they looked terrible. 
Um, well, here's the thing. I'm not expecting Brock to be Pat Mahomes. Yeah, I but just, I, w- I wouldn't say he answered all questions. <laughs> they get to the Super Bowl, they gotta go. They gotta go uh, pound for pound with Lamar Jackson. Like, I, you know, I got some, I got some Andy, questions. Andy, Andy, we gotta get there. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Still, yeah, you yes, still yes, have correct. to get you're there. Correct. Yeah, you still yeah, gotta yeah, get correct. there. That's it. Correct. That's and 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 that's the thing that I kind of feel like a little bit. It's just like, all right, look, it's you, not you, Andy, not you, Sam. Thank a lot of people. Him, no, 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 Andy. Trust me. I said in our group chat, 38-21. The Packers scored 21. The Niners just didn't hold up their end yeah. of the bargain in this game, right? But Brock missed throws, kept going. Kyle kept – like, if that was a Jimmy Garoppolo game yeah. and we're in the divisional playoffs and those throws were missed and that offense is – look, that game is absolutely fried, right? It's just the people that continue to dismiss this win that wanted to see it when they faced the Cleveland Browns, the Minnesota Vikings, this team, that team. He did it in a game that's a playoff game. So what what I do know is Brock Purdy is not going to do that again. Not again. Like, it it, it won't happen again. But I think two things are, are true. One. We look at this team as the best team in football. And, you know, for many weeks, we should have. I think I, I think anybody with a brain was probably going to say right now the, the Baltimore Ravens are, right? And I think that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who yeah. can argue with them, right? But don't ask someone to do something for you and then they do it and then move the goalpost. And can we start to give the Green Bay Packers a little bit of credit? They're yeah. actually good. You know, they're actually, uh, well, Sam doesn't want to. But look, look, all right. Dak Prescott, MVP candidate. I love Dak. Oh, look at Dallas. Are you kidding me? First off, I never, those words never came out of my mouth. No, 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 no. (laughs) Not your mouth. Not anyone who actually knew ball, anything like that. That was insane. But you've got this, you've got this Dak Prescott MVP narrative. He went into Baltimore, and then the Baltimore Buffalo vomited on himself. He has this game at home. With him, vomited on himself. Man. And then Brock Purdy knocks off the team that he couldn't in the way that they did. And now, oh, I, I still, you know what? I need to see Brock Purdy win a game by 38 points against the 85 Bears on Mars with no suit. And, and it's just, it's, it's insane to me to think that people can believe one thing when they say one thing out of their mouth and then not complete it with the other. Well, it's funny too because if 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 they win by thirty, then it, then it's the, you can't win the close games. I, I find it, I find it interesting. It's I mean, it's I, I don't want to. It's the system, bro. That's yeah. why they're up oh, thirty. Yeah. You just oh, give yeah. it to give it to Devo, who, by the way, that's probably Devo's the biggest hurt. reason they fell so, fell So that, that was I was I was gonna say we don't want to do yes. the whole thing on Brock, but that that's what I find interesting yes. is that is that same thing happened in Cleveland when he got hurt and the and the offense fell apart. And again, by the way, Brock made a game-winning uh, drive in Cleveland. It just got choked away by Jake Moody. They should have won that oh, game, actually. Wait, oh, Don't forget hold that. Up. Hold up, Andy. Oh, wait, hold shout up, out Andy. Jake Moody. 52 oh, yeah, yards. Shout out Jake Moody. Well, he missed one, too. I don't know about how much. That was on the stunner. That was on the stunner. Look, 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 look um, I love uh, Sam so much, and I love Andy. By the <laughs> way, I love Light Years, and I love this look. But good Bro. God, man, was I getting trolled for being so angry about that pick? I will never <laughs> – there was there's never a day, a year, or that I will ever feel good about a third-round kicker ever. But he did nail that. <laughs> he, did, he, did make, he did make the kick. He did make that kick. And the other kicker, Matt LaFleur had a very interesting quote 
after that game. And everyone thought it was like one of those Bleacher Report quotes that people like turn and like yeah, turn yeah. to something else. And he said, I pray every single time my kicker gets out there. Oh, he, said <laughs> he said that? Yeah. He said it. Yeah. He said that was- it. Literally. That is that is not me making it up. That's not one of those Bleacher wow. Report quotes. Wow. Yeah. Matt LaFleur said, I pray every single time he gets out there, I leave it up to my special teams coach. I don't think Kyle Shanahan would ever say that, even as arrogant as he was at the end of that press conference. Four, he, he missed a forty-one yarder, dude. He missed, he missed a forty-one. They hadn't yarder. even. By the way, they had an even younger-looking kicker. My my big take here is I I want my kicker to look like a fucking alcoholic. I need him to. <laughs> I need him to look like a forty-year-old. Who just came out of the bar? Janikowski? Just yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seven, I mean, Sebastian Janikowski, that's your guy. I mean, Robbie Gould didn't look too much better, to be honest. Well, Jake I, I Moody to... looks like he drinks a lot. Like he's got the chubby face and everything. Like he, he looks like he's a Jake Moody looks like a frat boy. He looks yeah, way he too young. Way okay, too okay. young. I need like a 40-year-old who looks grizzled and beaten down by life. You cannot <laughs> rattle him because he hates his life. He's like, you think I'm bothered if I miss this kick? I got to go home. That is Robbie I got, I got divorce yeah, payments. But, all right. Everything sucks right now. All right. <laughs> look, look. Um, Phil Dawson takes Correct. You got Phil, me. <laughs> my, take, <laughs> my take on the kicker thing is just from a positional value and draft pick, right? I feel bad for Jake Moody. I really do. Because for the 49ers to net what they actually invested in him in the third round is Justin Tucker. Because Justin Tucker is an opera singer that they found wherever they found him. And, and he's laughing. But look, come on. Like, look, 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 look. I feel bad. Positional value, that was an arrogant pick. But the team is still, look, let's not lose focus. The team is on a doorstep. Of right. going to Las Vegas. Right, right. Is right. on the doorstep of going to Las Vegas. Um, it feels like every single every single team that the 49ers or any NFL champion has had, they've got one of those games that is just like you had no business winning that game, right? Yeah. I mean, Philadelphia, they get to the Super Bowl, they win because hey, look, whatever, you know, Brock Purdy gets injured and they play the New York Giants. Great, you know, I love that for them. But every single like championship, you can highlight a game that they had no business winning. Let me open up a wound and kind of give you a little bit of a context. Oh, boy. I know. I'm sorry. The New York Giants went on to beat Tom Brady, the GOAT. But why did they beat them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, why did they beat them? You, you, you're not doing this right now. I am. I am. I am. I want to do this because I want to make you feel better. The New York Giants in no form or fashion were better than the San Francisco 49ers, but they got 10 points off of two yeah, right. fumbles. Right. And they and you do you think the New York yeah, Giants went in before they were going to the Super Bowl? Like, oh my God, we blew it. Like, you know, like come on. This is the playoffs. Right. Regardless of who you are and what you know, whatever feel you have for win. Move on and win. And I feel like again, Sunday, now the San Francisco 49ers are gonna face the Detroit Lions, 6 30. Um, 3.30 um, West Coast time. It ain't going to be raining. They're going to be falling all over the field. I thought it was I 70 feel, degrees. I, yeah, um, 70 degrees. I, the 49ers won a playoff game in which they played probably the worst game that they could have possibly I so. played. I think so, yeah. Like, how does that not make you feel a little bit better about them getting the, – so the rust is off, right? Rust yeah. is off. Rust is gone. I think they're – No I more mean, rust. I already put money – 
on the line. <laughs> I, I saw oh six. I saw six and a half, and I'm like, this is getting bet up to eight, nine. Yep. There's zero. Wow. Actually, I'm going to ask you, Aponte. Yep. Why should I not be cocky as hell about right. the Niners versus mm-hmm. the Detroit Lions here? Because as much as I've concerned trolled this thing, here's my opinion. They didn't play a game in three weeks. They looked rusty. Green Bay came out with a great game plan. They got a little luck with Debo getting hurt, and then the weather played into it. They had every factor play in their favor, and they still lost the game. That they're, they're, that should not have been anywhere near as close as it was. Now, it was. You can get as scared as you want, but I'm watching that. I'm going, I think the real Niners show up next week, mm-hmm. and I think they beat Detroit by two scores easy, mm-hmm. honestly, because I don't mm-hmm. think Detroit's really all that good. Yeah. Sam, I will tell you this. I have a lot of respect for the Detroit Lions. I think their offense is incredible. Hey, just, but you there's just, you no like, you just like Dan. No, Campbell. but but there's cool. no reason for you to not be confident. None. Because of all of the things you just said. All of the things you just said. You were literally looking at a team that probably played their worst game on, on defense, on offense, both of those, and they found a way to win the game, right? That it's almost like um the wounded animal. You got your shot. You got you had your shot. To knock them out. You had your shot. You lost it. And now they're battle-tested and they're ready to go now for this next game. There is nothing right now that a 49er fan should fear if Debo Samuel plays. If Debo Samuel plays. If Debo Samuel plays, plays, yeah, I think so. I think so. I think so. A lot of a lot of lot of lot of painkillers, but he's out there. He didn't break anything. Yeah. He's gonna be out there. He'll get another week off, another bye week. He'll get another bye week. (laughs) But when you look around at this team and you look at that game, I watched that game three times. I didn't sleep last night. I it twice. I didn't have a good response on how or however the 49ers won. But I know for a fact, <laughs> I know for a fact after this third watch, that the 49ers are going to fall all over the field, giving up big plays like to anybody, right? The, the Detroit Lions have a great defense. I mean, offense. I, I, I understand I that. Say. But, but yeah, but I, I come on, man. It's it's in front of them. Well, I th- I think I think I, I actually Sam and I disagree a lot on 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 football actually uh, unlike basketball, but I agree with him on this one though uh, on the on the Detroit part where it, it's hard to imagine them coming in a dome team with a quarterback that's historically not great on the road and outdoors. Not to say that Brock Purdy's a great outdoors guy. But uh, or, they also have had outdoors, outdoors in Santa Clara is all that scary. Like not know? that scary, right? <laughs> not that scary, but um, but the the, the elements, always... the elements of Levi's, Andy. Yeah, I felt like feel like uh, although the elements of Levi's kind of messed with the <laughs> messed with the Niners more than they did the but, Packers but, yesterday. But the rain only comes against the 49ers in big games. Trey Lance's first start, first start, um, the Indianapolis game. Uh, like it's just like. Can we keep the rain away from Levi's just for just for a little bit? Just like <laughs> well, I, I, I think the Niners like playing Jerick off is what I'm trying to say. I, I think they don't mind. And I know this is going to be a fun week because he's a Barry guy. But I think, Shout you know, they're going to have to play, knock on wood, either Mahomes or Lamar. Obviously, I think that's a way bigger difference than like the NFC. Let's is, get there, is, Andy. NFC is funny, though, right? Because Let's like there. the quarterbacks you see in the NFC are are. I, they could have played Baker if 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 they had if they had came back and won that game they would play Baker Mayfield like what would the spread have been minus 12 and a half like, right. it just the NFC feels to me like the Eastern Conference yes you got to get there but uh but that's why I really it's can just, we, uh, they're, they're 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 much better than them but the run game I mean 
the, the Niners run run defense kind of struggled. The Detroit likes but to run I think, the ball a lot, so there's that. I don't know. Andy, uh, with the run defense, I feel like we're discrediting the fact that um Aaron Jones has been on an absolute heater. And he's one of the better running backs in football that nobody ever talks about. He was Andy. on an absolute heater. Like, Gibbs. I think we're – we're conflating the run defense misses to the fact that Aaron Jones is really good at football. Like I, I, I like again, I don't want to get away from this game without saying that I think the Green Bay Packers are gonna be here for a little bit. And I don't understand how it's been you know, you know what? We should just adopt yeah, but, the but can we, can we draft someone honest? and just like, like have five five year quarterbacks later. <laughs> but can we be honest? Like, you know what a good defense looks like. We've seen the Niners have elite defenses. Nothing be. I've seen, nothing I've I saw on Saturday, and nothing I've really seen this season makes me feel like this is 2019 defense, 2012 well, defense. But this is where your offense and, has got to score 30. I mean, that's I know, value. but you got, you but got like it. you mentioned the Chiefs and the Ravens, and mm-hmm. like okay, mm-hmm. one of those teams will be in the Super Bowl because that's how it works when two teams <laughs> play each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, both Possibly. those teams, hot take, like, hot take yeah, that's a hot. Both take. those that's teams fly around way more than the Niners are, and, and and maybe I'm overreacting. I guess my question for you guys is like, was it just was it just the rain and a mix of rust that had that defense looking like mid? The best way to put it, or like, Ooh, can wow. they actually dial it up because they didn't have a great season. Like I don't care what the numbers say, they were they they went through the motions most of the season on that end because the offense could put forty on anyone at any time, and yes. they didn't have to they didn't have to play those like we need to be perfect halves. So I I just don't know if I believe this defense can dial it up the way they used to. End right. it, <laughs> Andy. You got it. Oh uh, no, I, it. I I agree. I, I I agree. I just think though this is where. This is where Kyle has to make the big bucks. I mean, this is where, I mean, he does make the big bucks, literally gets paid yeah. uh, the most on the team. Uh, this is where he has to be aggressive at the end of the first half and not not play for a 50-yard field goal. Like, like shit like that is like, Kyle, brother, <laughs> like, what, are, what do we do? We've seen Kyle be too aggressive. We've seen Kyle be too soft. Like, he's the play caller. He's the best, what, he's the best or the second best play caller in the entire fucking world. Uh, it's just this is where he's has Andy's, to have Andy's a team. Better than him? Probably, right? I don't know. I don't know. I, look, I'm no, not. I don't, I don't know, pretend to be an expert. Actually, that's fair. But no, Andy also has fair. Mahomes, right? So it's like he, he can call fair. shit no. that Mahomes will, will will do whatever. Kyle might call stuff for Brock, and the ball just slips out of his hands. But like this is where this is where you just gotta have an offense that can score. You have the best players on offense. You have yeah. a quarterback that you trust. He trusts Brock so much. He's throwing the ball so much. Uh, last night when it's right, he's just chucking it out there. And I'm just like, yeah. I kind of like it because it, to yeah. me, it's like, how trust this guy at the same time. You're like, well, CMC has only touched the ball 15 times so far. He should probably touch it 10 more times, but I, I, I'm just saying, I agree with you. I think the defense isn't great, but this is where you've got an offense that's supposed to score 30 easy. Yeah. So go, go score 30. Cause I don't know right. what that was last night. They weren't close to 30. Well, if, if you give up 21 points in a game, your team should score 22. Yes. At least easy, 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 right? Um, I think the NFC championship is like this interesting dichotomy between two two sort of obviously coaching styles and coaching brains, right? Dan Campbell is nuts on the table, everything. I don't give a fuck on third and 28. We're fucking going for it, like, right? And Kyle is. I don't know, man. Like, let's just slow it down, right? Let's slow it down. Let's and 
this is the dichotomy between X's and O's guys, leaders of men, guys who understand what's going on in the moment. And I, I think that's what makes this game so interesting because the Dan Campbell in that Lions-Rams game could have done exactly what Kyle did, right? Let's run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, field goal. Let's take our chance with a defense. And he said, nah, I'm playing to win. It's something about Kyle Shanahan that and, – and you know, both of you guys know I love him so much. He plays not to lose. Well, it's PTSD. Yes! But That's it's just, what it is. I mean, it's it's just, it look, all right, I don't put as much in the Super Bowl um, with Atlanta against him because sure. I've never seen I've never seen an offensive coordinator get more flack than the head coach of the actual team in any sort of loss ever. And I don't care. You can get in the comments and yell. You're never going to find an instance like that. That's the, the Atlanta That's, how you, know, that's how you know he's the star of the team, by the right. way. That's how you know then, deep down no one thought Matt Ryan was that good. No right. one respected Dan Quinn. It was all Kyle and when it yep. failed they're like that motherfucker I knew he was a fraud. Yeah. And and, and and Dan Quinn and Dan Quinn loses his job, gets a skate and nobody ever cares, right? But no, no, no one ever brings up that he blew. No one ever brings up that Dan Quinn was a defensive guy and couldn't get a defensive stop against Mm -hmm. the New England Patriots. Right. Like, it's funny to me. But I do look at the end of that second half uh, or or heading into the second half. And I'm just like, Kyle, um, you're smarter than me. You're you're going to tell me I'm a moron. If I asked you a question in the press conferences, you told Matt Mayoko and all those guys like everything like. You know, you know, we won, you know, like, 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 you know, Kyle's voice, like when he gets on. Yeah. But my God, man, I, I, I really don't understand your smug. thought process. I, <laughs> I, I really, yeah, a smug. And imagine if Kyle, like uh, Sam and Andy, imagine if Kyle gets his ring. What is he going to turn into after well, that? Well, like, then, he's literally going to, he's literally going to yell at everybody. And deserves it. Know, but, yeah. He, he, he can say whatever he wants. He gets the but ring. But he talks, but he talks like he got the ring. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So like, he's like. Yeah, well, you know, like, did you want Jake Moody to take that 50-yard field goal at the end of the half? Yeah, well, you know, uh, they sc- we won. We scored more points. Dude, answer the question. Answer the question. You made the wrong decision right there. So Kyle's a great coach, but he's not perfect. He's yeah, not perfect. Yeah, yeah. But, I, know, I, I, but that, if he that, gets that, his ring, I pray for everybody. Why? Well, if that's, he gets his that, ring, I pray for everyone. <laughs> I, pray, well, I, will, I mean, I I would be the happiest person. I, I think I think one thing that was interesting too is why why is it when Debo goes out that the offense is so I mean he's great, oh but he's you've got Ayuk, you've got Kiddo, you've got CMC. Because you just thank you. But you can't you but it, it should not be like it should not be that your offense cannot function without thank one you. guy. It should not be. Like have... look at it's not that Debo is the only guy that you have. In 2020, he was the only guy that you had, right? In 2024, you have all pros. Everywhere, so maybe don't hand the ball off to Jawan Jennings, right? Maybe just maybe don't hand the ball to Jawan Jennings. I don't know what that that play call. I don't know what that was. My favorite play. That's my favorite play call. Uh, my my two favorite play calls from Shanahan ever are that and McKinnon from the Wildcat in um 2020 um in Seattle. I just I I like like I just he worked on that. He worked on that on the script. It it just which is not to say that he doesn't have bad (laughs) offensive plays. It's just. It, you sh- it, it shouldn't be so difficult to just get your all-world so, players the ball. It's just it's it, you have, can't tell me his gravity's that great. It, I have two. I have two takes. I yeah, think go, you all go. disrespect how good Debo is. No, uh, we're I not disrespecting Debo. It's not. I think he's 
maybe one of the five best position players in the league. And I don't think he'll ever get the credit for that because he doesn't put up the numbers because he plays a very weird game. Like he's not a running back and a wide receiver. He's just a different player. But with that said, Kyle, this is where he's a lot like Kerr to me. He's he's a fucking robot in some ways. That's the one I wrote. You know, he had a game plan for the game. The guy who the game plan was built on, got his shoulder split in half a little bit or whatever happened since shoulder some some i thought it was dislocation i don't know no i think Uh, your your point is right i'm not a doctor i'm not finish your point finish your point i think you got it right no you had you're on the right spot and just no adjustments off of that like why to your guys point why did mccaffrey not just see the ball over and over again or george kittle who by the way looks the best he's looked in about four years this year maybe it's because they have a quarterback who can throw the ball for once but you know he looks uh spry he looks spry my man looks like he's ready to catch the ball and truck people again so in general i do feel like that's kyle going just like oh i had all this game plan and it's like four drives later he realizes he has to change things and that's the thing it's like okay look i don't want to make it as simplistic as simplistic as this but if we were playing madden and Debo Mm -hmm. samuel gets injured i know okay Christian McCaffrey's still on my team. I have George Kittle. I have Brendan Ayuk. There's ways to get them open, scheme them open, everything. Uh, George Kittle's the best tight end in football. Travis Kelsey, sorry. Take a seat, pal. Not you. And there's two other people I could probably put. I'm at this out for the Swifties here. (laughs) Nope, 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 nope. I'm not not disrespecting the Swifties at all, man. I do not. I I don't want that smoke. Two TDs tonight, by the way. uh, Yeah. Uh, one of those touchdowns was basically a handoff, but hey, uh, we can't yell about that like when Debo Samuel gets it. Um, yeah. But like, like that one. again, Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey had three weeks off, and there's points in that game where it's just like, run the football with your guy. Run him against a defense that gave up 168 yards per game on the road. Like, come on. It's raining. It's literally raining. Like, like you don't have to. I, I, it's, I think it's a little bit to Sam's point. I love Kyle. I love him so much. But if you construct a game plan around Debo Samuel and Debo Samuel leaves, it shouldn't be that hard to pivot. Yeah. yeah. This isn't. I, this, this isn't Steph Curry leaving the game and now. No. We've got to figure out somebody else. To get well, I mean, I've I've watched Steve Kerr run pin down plays for Omari Spellman <laughs> as if he was Clay Thompson <laughs> hey, or Kevin Durant. And, and you know so, what? Get get you know? get Corey Jovis. Get get Corey Joseph, <laughs> Joseph more money, like more more minutes. Like he needs to play more. I think. I look. I mean, how can you know if a guy is not good if you just keep playing them? Like I just I just don't know. I, I don't even no not yet not 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 yet. <laughs> I, told I, would, you I had Warriors takes, so I, I saved it for the end. <laughs> by the I, way, the 49ers are beating the Lions, and they're going to Las Vegas. By the way, and we'll figure out who gets there. That's their business. We are going to see yeah, the 49ers a game. We yeah. are going to see yeah, an no, a big, these guys. Big game. Yeah. Big game. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I'm I'm pretty. Let's hear. Pretty let's. Let's hear your Warriors takes, Ponte. Warriors takes. Okay. Um, just watching them little by little. And this is from someone who is now joining, like, you know, right now. Um, spacing. Too many turnovers. I don't understand the rotations. I really just don't. I don't I don't understand the rotations. I really don't. Like when you see CP3, when you see CP3 end up as a starting player, I don't get it. I don't get it. Look, if someone smarter than me who understands basketball better than I do can explain it, great. But I just 
I'm looking at a guy who is too stuck and stubborn with guys that he feels can literally sit there and play them when they're playing poorly. Look, I don't know if the answer is on this team right now. It feels to me, um, at, on the outside of looking in as a brand new Warriors fan, you, there's moves that need to be made. But my goodness, man, it's it's not it's not here when you sit Kaminga and you're like not playing him and and Trace is playing good minutes. Like, uh, you know what? All right. This is what Kyle does better than anybody. He structures his game plan to personnel. If I'm Steve Kerr and I know that Trace can actually be an effective member of this team against one lineup and maybe he won't be against another, you have to be better on ter- in terms of that. So I'm I, I'm done with my Warriors takes. I'm I hope I didn't come off as a casual. Um, but I like little by little, what I'm watching is just like, man. It feels like everyone's relying on Steph to do everything. And when Steph puts in 35 a night and they lose, what do you do now at this point? What do you do as the Golden State Warriors? Yeah, that's you've got you've got you hit it all on the head. <laughs> you, you you lay everyone off. That's what goes on. It's, 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 I mean, it's a tech layoff. It's about to happen. To right, right. <laughs> this this round of funding didn't go oh, the way boy. we thought. You're oh, all boy. gone. I'm Actually, sorry. Entire, I should entire, sorry. I the entire jump. front court is laid off. Joseph, you are on waivers. At, all right, one more thing, one more thing. I look at Kaminga, and I look at a guy that you are trying to trade for, right? Like, you're looking to trade for the skill set that Kaminga has that's developed. Sure. And you're in, you're in this weird spot where the Warriors have to trade for a guy that they know can be Kaminga, but you might got Kaminga at home. Like, like it's 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 weird, right? Like it's almost like you're looking at you're looking at like players that you're like, oh, that's Kaminga's skill set. That's what we want. And I asked my mom for McDonald's, and she said McDonald's is a home. McDonald's might be at home, and 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 that's a decision I don't want to make. That's that's a decision I do not want to make because there's someone smarter than me that will make those decisions. But that's kind of what you're looking for, like at this point. And and I think that's the part that is so hard with uh, this decision that you have to make because you're in this weird spot. The Warriors are in this weird spot. Do we stick with what we got and just ride it out? Or do we blow it all up and we've got to figure out a new direction? And I just, I'm, I, I would leave that to the experts. Yeah. The, ex- the experts have been, uh, have been struggling here uh, <laughs> in a uh, chase center for, 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 for no, a while I, now, but uh... yeah, no, I agree with you there. It's like, uh, if you're going to be mid, you might as well play your guys with the highest upside to see if they can be special, if they can be something. We'll see. Jason, appreciate you hopping love, on. Nah, what do you man. want to plug love before we get you out of here? Nah, man, love you guys. Thank you so much, man. Like, I, I literally ran from the bar so I can come over here and do this, man. I love you guys so much, man. Um, Thank you guys for always um inviting me on. Um, Sprint Red Option Podcast with Andrew Pasquini, um, Jason Aponte 2103 on Twitter, um, Jason Aponte on YouTube. But, yo, Sam, Andy, I, I love you guys so much, man. And uh, let's go Warriors, man. Let's get this shit done, man. Like, we got to figure this out. We got to figure this out. And, I, and I'm a part of this now. Like, now I've got to try to, like, help you guys, like, figure this out. So I'm trying to watch more. More, more ball than anything, but you guys haven't played in a while. Let's go. No, no, no. Yeah. We're more important things right now. We're more important things. <laughs> go get your other show on. I don't even see. I don't see. I don't see the latest one. So we'll get it on, and uh, and uh, we'll see you after Detroit. All right. Appreciate so. everyone. We'll be back.
I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.